baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This may be the first presidential election where we have zero debates between the main candidates. And I guess I'm all right with it. 651-461-9226. Do you really want to see debates in this presidential cycle? The news uh, starts with the Republican debates, right? The Republican debates have been ridiculous so far because the front runner isn't taking part. And so in New Hampshire, Nikki Haley said, uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing a debate unless Donald Trump's in it. Now, Ron DeSantis has been very clear saying I'll debate anybody anytime. Nikki Haley saying like, and what's it? It's just here at the kids' table, me and Ronnie boy are just supposed to fight it out while the front runner gets to skate and does town halls and does an interview like he's doing tonight with Hannity. Now, on the Democratic side, I don't see Joe Biden saying, yeah, I'd love to mix it up with Dean Phillips and, you know, Marianne Williamson and whatever else. But Dean Phillips is a sitting congressman. No, I see no interest in that. And so my gut on this, my first reaction uh, comes because I've spent my life as a journalist and you're sort of outraged. More debates are better. More conversation is better. The more we hear from these folks, the more discussion, it's all better. But you know what? Debates are the biggest load of crap going. It's not a debate. It's a quip fest. It's who can come up with the most outrageous thing that'll get their get their followers whipped up. Who's got the best zinger? Makes me think like when when was the last time that a debate really taught you something or showed you something or changed your mind? Now, I'm not anti-debate when it comes to your mayoral race or even even the race for governor. Uh, certainly on the local level, the closer you get to your life, those debates are often the real chance to find out what people think or what's important to them or how do they handle being challenged by their opponent. All of that is good. But I don't think these national debates have, have ever changed my mind. Or affected my viewpoint. 651-461-9226. I think we're likely to be done with debates. And I think it's okay. I wonder from your perspective. Is there a type of dialogue? Is there a questioning? Is there a forum? That would be useful. That would show you something. 
generally speaking, I, I'm concerned that everyone makes up their mind so early. And the only real question is not whether you can be convinced that one or the other is the better candidate. What you're really looking for is, can I be whipped up enough to be motivated to go out and vote? There are some of us like me, like Dan, we're going to vote no matter what. We're voting. I will vote. I'll tell you right now, if the choices are Trump and Biden, I think I'm going to skip it. I'm not sure I'm voting for either of those. Now, if you ask me to vote for the Joe Biden administration versus Donald Trump, I'd probably vote for the Biden administration. But that's not what we vote for. We vote for a candidate. And I currently don't feel comfortable voting for either of those guys. 651-461-9226. I didn't care for debates until President Trump Debated Hillary Clinton. Those were priceless. Don't most people watch debates the same way that we watch sporting events? We cheer for our team. We hope our guide or gal doesn't embarrass him or herself. But we're mostly cheering for our team. You would think at the primary level, I guess this is what disappoints me most about this entire election campaign. At the primary level, that's where, like, these debates could come in handy, right? You can see them all on the same stage. You can see them kind of, you know, mixing it up. You know, yes, they're not exchanging ideas, but sometimes the way that somebody reacts to something else is illuminative in some way. It's all all so, like staged and pre-crafted and I'm going to get out all of my wacky like zinger lines that my consultants coached me on before. Like the, the beauty of a debate is that you hope for something unexpected. Maybe it's an interesting question from a moderator. Maybe it's uh, a, you know, a counterpoint from a candidate that you didn't know about. But I just, I feel like we're, we don't see those anymore, Dan. Well, and because what you've seen more now, and you sort of alluded to it, is candidates, you know, don't ask answer the questions that are asked. They answer the questions they want to answer. <laughs> and so they'll pivot yeah. off the question that was asked and, you know, to give this prefabbed answer uh, that may or may not include a zinger line or whatever. It, it, it Debates stopped being about actual exchanges of ideas or here's where I differ from this other candidate in terms of ideas. And it's more about, you know, who can – you said give, give the best zinger or who can you know give that memorable line or who can attack their opponent in the sharpest manner. And again, like you said, with, with the prefab nature of it, with the fact that you're not really getting answers to actual issues, it's, it's more talking points and it's more speechifying. I think they have completely lost. I, I stopped paying attention to debates. They're not relevant. Does anybody not know where you know Donald Trump or Joe Biden differ on issues at this point? Yes. I mean, so what yeah. are you going to see in a debate other than Trump? You know, do do his Trump thing, and Biden, you know, roll his eyes and shake his head and tell Trump to shut up. I mean, what? You know, it's just there's nothing. There's nothing educational about it. There's nothing edifying about it. It's it's sort of at this point the worst of politics. Would well, and the other reality is that. Most people who are watching these have made up their minds. 
And most people who are undecided are not looking to a debate to make up their mind. So, uh, and there's been research. Uh, Harvard Business School did uh, an analysis trying to figure out the influence of 56 TV debates on 31 different elections in a bunch of different countries. And regardless of the country, regardless of the voting system, the research found debates neither helped undecided voters make up their mind nor caused those who had already made a decision to switch. Right. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Another, an, another poll looked at all U.S. presidential debates yeah. going back to 1952 and saw it doesn't really matter. Now, I hate to be cheering for less interaction. We're in an age when candidates can directly get their message to you through social media. And they're just the biggest cowards ever. They won't answer questions from reporters. They only go onto like their teams, uh, cable news sites or podcasts or whatever. So how do we get any sort of ideas to, to who the people are who are running for president? Well, do do voters even care? We just nominate that's, that's a, the biggest name old guy around. Yeah. We know what these guys think. You go back to, you know, if you like you said the start of televised debates and of course the one that everybody remembers Kennedy Nixon. But remember in that time and space you had what three channels and you had, you know, the the major US newspapers but not I mean, how many people, you know, across the country would read those necessarily at least, you know, here in in the Midwest. Now we have access to information 24-7 all over the place. We have all, so much information people hardly know what to do with it all. So to say that you know these televised debates are delivering some sort of information we didn't already have is just silly. Do you think if Biden debated Dean Phillips, would it get more people to consider Dean Phillips? I think absolutely. So you're saying a debate might matter. Well, I'm saying – it would matter in the sense that. Uh, oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Sort of did. <laughs> well, so here's so here's but here's, that is the scenario well, that but where maybe it would it's make It's a limited sense. scenario, right? Because you're talking about the reason that that would change some minds is because you'd see Biden again as a guy who isn't what he used to be. However sharp you want to say he is now, he's not where he used to be. And if he's got to be on a stage against a younger Dean Phillips, who we know can debate and can talk and can convey ideas and can inspire people. You put those two candidates up next to each other, you're going to tell me some people aren't going to change their minds? But again, that's that's the exception to the rule in my in my view. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think some of this is on us, that we're not open to hearing another perspective, but a lot of it is on the fact that where's the middle ground? Where how, Who's in between where it's like, I don't know if I'm going to vote for Trump or Biden. I mean, if you're in between on that, like, I would love to talk to you because that is just fascinating it's, uh, and disturbing. To me, and I've said this before, Trump is not an option. No way. And this isn't about policies. This is about character. For me, I'm a no. Biden, I have a lot of concerns about his age. I just do. And his, his ability to be up for the job. So that's where I'm at on that. And, you know, you can let me have it if you want. People are already coming at me for saying I'm going to skip. I'm not skipping the election. But right now, if I had to vote, I would take a pass. 
I would not vote uh, for Trump and I would not vote for Biden. 449, Drive Time with Duresh. We'll take a break. Uh, keep the text coming if you want to talk about this. By all means, give us a call. 651-461-9226. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, I like your text with ideas on ways we could make these debates a little more uh, revelatory. Although I don't think we're going to have another dang debate until Election Day. One texture I wish debates had a gong or a buzzer that every time somebody told an untruth, the audience would be informed immediately. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have time for anything but gonging. You just hear gonging. That's all you'd hear. You just hear gonging. Um, it is hard to think of how you would make this more useful, you know? I, I really am not sure you can at this point. Sit down, 20-minute dialogues on specific topics, says one texter. Healthcare, energy, foreign affairs. I mean, okay, but how does that change the candidate not answering questions but, you know, yeah. answering the question they want to answer? Because even if you reduce it to those topics, they're still going to have their talking points that they're going to hit. What if they had to sit down with Chad? And Chad would keep asking the same question <laughs> over and over and over. Until they answer it. That would be fun. I would, that I would like. That I would like. Laura's coming up next. Some thoughts on the MnDOT quote-unquote funny signs, too. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.